Hi, I'm Case Ellers. And I'm Mark Jones. And this is the In It Together podcast. No matter what level of experience you have in real estate, navigating the ever-changing real estate market can be tricky. Each week, my co-host Mark and I will bring you valuable tips, tricks, and trade secrets from our favorite industry experts, colleagues, and friends. Sit back and relax because we're about to get started. But most of all, I hope you realize that no matter how complicated the real estate industry can be, you're going to walk away knowing we're in it together. On today's episode, we are speaking with Jeremy Smith. He is a realtor with Ingle Invokers in Atlanta. He has a five-person real estate team with his business partner, Julian Rather. Um, And this year alone, the team sold over $36 million in volume, well, this past year. Um, He started in real estate when he was 19 years old, and he was one of the youngest agents to achieve the million-dollar club status at the Atlanta Board of Realtors. He's also the host of Selling Atlanta for American Dream TV. So may I welcome my friend, Jeremy Smith, to the show. Hi, Jeremy. Hello. Thank you for having me today. I am excited that you're here. Well, I am glad to be here. Um, it's uh, it's an honor to for you to ask me, and I'm I'm ready to to share some of my uh, my insights. I love it. Mark wanted to be here, but it was his birthday, so I decided to give him the day off. So you're going to sing to him on this on this episode? Happy birthday! Oh no, we don't want anyone there. <laughs> like we would just end the podcast. They would completely cancel me. <laughs> well, happy birthday, Mark. <laughs> That's all you <laughs> he probably appreciates that I'm not singing, but happy birthday, Mark. We love you. But so Jeremy, I, I love that we have really similar real estate stories. We both started real estate when we were teenagers. What did that progression look like for you? You know, going from that to having this really successful mega team? Well, um, it kind of just all happened. I was in school. And I reached out to um, a few brokerages in the Atlanta area, almost as you know, it was, it was an assignment for one of my my classes. And I think I emailed ten brokerages, and my questions for them were, you know, how does the process work? I knew nothing about real estate. I was always curious about it, um, but I, I really didn't know anything. So I emailed them and asked, hey. You know, how, what is commissions like? How do you get paid? Um, what kind of license, how, what does it take to get your license? What kind of license do you need? What's the difference, you know, as a brokerage, uh, what, what is a, what a brokerage is? Um, so I was completely in the dark with that. And I reached out to Atlanta in-town real estate services on the corner of Tinton Piedmont. And they uh, are the only people who, re- who reached back out to me. We ended up having a meeting, and at that time, uh, foreclosures were kind of at their peak, and Atlanta Intel had taken on um, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac uh, REO foreclosure inventories, and they were assigned with uh, managing them out in Douglas County, and uh, me as a growing up in Dallas, Georgia, which is adjacent to Douglas County, um, I was like, hey, I know where that information, you know, I know all those, all those areas out there and these midtown guys were like well you need to help us because we have no clue where we're at um so i kind of fell in my lap started out as an assistant for julian rather uh, working and helping him manage these uh foreclosures uh it eventually grew the foreclosures kind of trailed off and 
I became um, a little bit more involved with uh, normal real estate transactions. Fast forward, uh, gosh, many years later, 10 plus years, and um, Julian and I now have a team of five people and uh, five people total, and um, we're the in-town advisors team. Um, and it's it's been a great ride. It's been a great ride so far. That's so amazing. And it's so cool how things just kind of work out. Like I, you wouldn't, you probably wouldn't think going to a midtown company that, you know, you would have the opportunity to kind of work out where you grew up. Right. Um, right. Right. And you were one of the youngest agents to achieve the million dollar club status at the Atlanta yes. Board of Realtors. Yes. Do you feel like contributed to that success for you? You know, I I applaud Julian for everything. He is he was my mentor. He helped me uh, realize you know the value of relationship building and previous client referrals and um, being so young. I really had to you know prove that I knew the the uh, the market, knew the product, and. Um, Julian, he really led the way there. Um, I I think that uh, if I, well, I know if if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. Um, it's it's been it's been it's been great being that young in real estate. Of course, you know we would always get questions from people like, "Well, how long have you been in the industry?" or you know, "What is your experience?" And so I always defer to him. Like, well. You know, we recently sold X, Y, and Z, but, you know, technically it was his transaction. I was just helping, but um, there were, you know, times that you kind of have to, to be creative with your marketing and marketing yourself. So you don't look like the new kid on the block, um, but it's always good to have the backing of somebody who has the knowledge of many years in the industry. Yeah, that definitely helps. I know when I was new, I that was something that popped up a lot. And, you know, it wasn't so much that I had to prove myself. I always felt like I wanted to prove myself to my clients always, but it was, I got more heat from other agents. Like they were constantly trying to throw me under the bus. And I remember this one transaction, it was, I think it was one of my first or second. And I was helping this little old lady who I love to this very day. And we were under contract doing a home inspection on this condo. And the listing agent was there with her crazy seller, like didn't leave the house. You know, <laughs> it, it was a perfect storm. And she made some comment about, she was like, oh, you know, I'm sure, you know, if you had been selling since I've been selling and something, she just basically made this underhanded comment about me being so young. And my buyer, who was literally in her 80s, like turned to her and was like, I don't care if you were the first realtor since Jesus was a baby, like I would, I would still never use you. Like she was so angry, you know, at this lady for being just so unprofessional towards me. And yeah. like, I love you and I must be doing something right. If you're, you know, you know, I'm 18 years old and, you know, I, you let me represent you on two transactions. Right, um, right. But I, I think that's great that you and Julian had that relationship 
and you know you were able to you know grow together you know it's it's very rare it, it, the great thing is you know it we've we've transitioned from that but the you know when i didn't have my confidence he was there to you know to help and step in in a transaction that you know i wasn't completely comfortable with you know being so new and now it's 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 great because we have completely different client base and um, we complement each other very well. We're almost like yin and yang. It's funny. We were at a, a listing appointment this week and the a bit of previous client referral and the, the seller, she's like, well, you know, I know Julian has this opinion, but I want to hear your opinion as well. Cause usually they're different, but they're both not the wrong answer. So it's good to have, you know, two dynamics, uh, him and I work so closely together, everything that he's involved with, I'm involved with and vice versa. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's been, um, it's been, it's been fun. That's awesome. Yeah. So what advice would you give someone who was, whether they're a newer agent or just someone who's looking to catapult their career? Like what advice would you give them, you know, if they were listening to us today? I would say, I always tell people when agents are, or somebody's thinking about getting their license, um, I always say team up with somebody, team up with either a team or uh, an individual who you know has the time to kind of guide you. You can't get into real estate. Uh, well, some people do and they do a great job. My personality, I wouldn't work this way. And I know a lot of people wouldn't work this way. You can't get into it alone. You can't just be like, okay, I'm here. You need to interact with other agents. You need to go to the office, either have a mentor or be in that community setting where you're hearing other people's stories and um, just kind of living it through other people, even if you're not actually doing that business. Um, I think that anything that you can do to to be out and, and doing things, if you're sitting at home on your computer trying to figure out how to get internet leads, um, you need to be out, out doing hands on, you know, feet on the ground, you know, hands on trying to get, to get your business up and running. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I tell my agents that I coach all the time. I'm like, you don't learn to swim by watching you learn by doing it. Right. So, you know, certainly when you're in an office, I know when I started, I started around the same time as you and the market had crashed. People didn't want to team up or do anything with me. Yeah. I did a lot of REOs too, but I learned a lot from just being in the office because I would hear people on the phone. I would watch how they interact with their clients when they came into the office. And um, I was, I was very fortunate in the sense that I found different people who over different points of my career, um, I was able to um, have experiences with. Um, but I, I completely agree because th there are so many people who want to just show up and then it's so confusing to me when they're like, oh, my, I, I'm not making progress in my business. And I'm like, well, what are you doing to make that happen? Like, so that's great advice. And, and you know, I, I, I think that, you know, I, and I think we will probably segue into this later, but, you know, networking uh, is a huge huge addition to, you know, trying to get your business going. And you also have to have to be strategic with who you're networking with. If you're going to a networking events where everybody's a realtor, you know, that's great to, you know, gain industry knowledge, but you're not going to get a client from that. So you have to be really targeted on your approach. Absolutely. And 
I, I tell people, especially if they're new to the area, you have to find what that community is, right? So there are times where networking with agents, if they're out of the area and then you're becoming like the influencer for where you live and you could get referrals, but it's so much better to be out in the community with people that you like um, and getting business that way. Absolutely. Well, a, a primary focus of your business has been the in-town Atlanta condo market. Um, and, and farming a condo community could be really different than single family homes. Um, if someone listening were interested in starting a farm or building that type of business, I know you've talked a lot about relationships, of course, but what would you recommend that they do? Uh, so I would say that the majority of our business is, is condominium and in Midtown and Buckhead. And the way that we have kind of cultivated these relationships with um, people within buildings and management is just being present. You know, if you're there showing property and if you're showing some condos in a condo building, stop by the property management office, introduce yourself. When you go there again, be sure to say hello to that same person. Uh, be friendly to the front desk staff. Uh, that's a huge one. Front desk uh, is is there to help. Um, not every not every time you go, people are in good moods, but you know, be be nice to them. Uh, they can make your life a lot easier. And I always, you know, if there's a building that I'm focusing on, I will introduce myself to the property management. I'll give them some type of item of value, whether it's a market report or uh, just the list of their current active listings in the building or previous sales, you'd be amazed how many property managers, good property managers do not know what is active and what have sold in their building. And they just deter that, uh, defer that out to other people to like, oh, find a realtor, they'll, they'll tell you about it. So when, if, if a property manager has this knowledge, you know, in a nice printout or a nice folder on their desk, might take a couple months, but if somebody comes in and says, Hey, I'm looking to sell, you know, anybody here, they hand you, hand them that information with, with your, with your things there. Um, and then just that constant touch, you know, Hey, I was in the area and popping by, um, you know, just, just being friendly. Uh, a lot of time these property manager managers only hear the negative when people are complaining, uh, about something in the building or dealing, you know, with building issues. So it's kind of nice to just do something nice and kind for them. Uh, I think that goes a long way. It totally does. I mean, I I always like to tell people when they've done something right. In fact, I was I had a client. I, I had to call an HOA for them and get some information. And this was this was actually last week. And I called the the lady at the HOA, and she was just really helpful and nice. And I just thanked her, and she literally was like. Thank you so much for telling me that because I feel like all I do is get yelled at by realtors and I'm like, I'm nice. I try to be, uh, nice, right. you know, right. um, it goes a long way. I mean, you know, I live in a condo building as well and our manager, I feel, you know, people, people get really defensive when it comes to their, you know, it's emotional process, buying, selling or owning a home, you know, so if something's not going right in the building that they're living in, they take it out on the management. And a lot of times it's not their fault. So um, yeah, like you said, kindness goes a long way. Totally. What would you say your real estate superpower is? Um, my real estate superpower, I would say is organizational skills. 
Um, I live by my calendar. I always joke with uh, with my team, if it's not in the calendar, it's not going to happen. So send me a calendar invite or, you know, let me know and make sure I have it in the calendar. Um, I I think that, you know, even with, especially with first-time home buyers, people, this is, this is such a big process for them. And when they, they're excited, they're under contract. And then once they go under contract, they see, okay, this deadline, this deadline, I need to get this to the lender. All this stuff is happening. And um, I think by organizing it properly, presenting it to them properly, keeping track of the dates yourself, not relying on them to keep track of the dates, it really, you know, helps ease them, um, especially the first time home buyers who just probably feel completely overwhelmed. Uh, the process shouldn't be stressful. Um, it should be, you know, a, a fun process for people to enjoy. And, um, you know, we're here to help make that easier for them. I I think that's great. And it's funny the things that you don't think about when you're brand new. Mm -hmm. Like for the longest time, I I did not keep my calendar, like my Google calendar now would give someone a, like a terrible anxiety attack because it's color coded. It's wow. it's all sorts of things. And we were even joking. That made me feel better. That I would love that. But yeah, I get it. Some people. <laughs> yeah, I know some people when I'm, when I'm teaching my agents and I'm like, this is how your calendar should be. They're like, oh, what? I was like, yeah, so color code these types of events this way and then put do this and do these types of reminders. But for the longest time, I used to run off of my memory and I wouldn't, like I would have a calendar on the wall in my office where I wrote down deadlines, but I wasn't in front of it all the time and I wasn't living in it. Yeah. And I'm just like, how did I get anything done? Like when my assistant, I first hired her, she's, she's like, Case, like, how do you get how do you survive and function? And I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. But when it, I finally did it and I created the system, I was like, I don't know how I was functioning. This is ridiculous. I, my partner, so when we first started dating, I think he was living in South Carolina and I think I sent him a calendar invite for a dinner or something. And he's like, what is this? I'm like, oh, I just put everything in the calendar. And so now he, we, we kind of joke because he's, he was the type who never used the calendar as well. And he's like, well, I guess dating you, I have to uh, use a calendar. I'm like, yeah, it's a requirement. We need to make sure we're on time as, as well. <laughs> That's so funny. But I, I literally did the same thing. I went to go on a, a date and I sent, I did the same thing. I sent a calendar. I was like, what's your email? And they were like, why? I'm like, so it's in our calendars. Um, that's awesome. Well, do you have an overarching philosophy or mantra for your business? Um, you know, having fun and being kind, a lot of people, like we were saying earlier, this is a stressful process for people. And I like to kind of dumb it down. You know, we're out looking, okay, we know you have to get a mortgage or, you know, all this, these other caveats, but let's have fun. Let's look at the property. Let's have lunch in between. Let's start on a fun, good note. And if we don't see anything, we don't see anything. If we see something great. Um, I always tell people when you, when you walk into a house, you're going to know if it's the one, you know, people will walk in there like, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm like, then, it, then don't buy it. If you're unsure, don't buy it. But um, the making it a fun process is, is one of the things I really tried to do. Uh, the lending, I know if there are probably any lenders listening to this, the lending process is 
in my opinion, the most difficult part. So I try to make it the us be the most easiest. And if I'm dealing with another uh, agent and, you know, the transaction's not going very well or the communication's not going very well, I try to really limit what I tell the person I'm representing to not overwhelm them. Right. Um, so I'll, I'll take all the, the brunt of the, you know, complaining back and forth or the uh, rude person you're dealing with any other time uh, on the other side. So I, I try to limit what my client hears uh, just so they have a enjoyable experience and that it, it goes smoothly. And I think that's really smart of you because I think there are those agents out there that when they're having a bad experience and they're transposing that onto their clients, it makes it even more difficult to get the whole process done, you know, because the second something pops up, they're like, oh, well, it's because Sally so-and-so was so rude to, you know, our realtor that this is why it's their fault. Yeah. Um, so no, that's, that's great. And, and I agree. Like they're, it's, it is such, I use the word blessing. It is a blessing when you're working with another agent who communicates well and who is nice because ultimately we want the same thing. And, you know, you were going back saying, you know, you, with your with property manager story, I was dealing with an agent a couple of weeks ago and I was like, thank you so much. This is, <laughs> thank you for making this easy. And, you know, it's always nice. And, you know, it's, we're all, all in this together. We all work together. We all know each other. We all see each other you know, socially or, you know, in business settings. And if you have an issue with somebody, try to resolve it because you're going to see them again, you know, or at least be, at least be professional. So that's why I try to, <laughs> I try to live by that. Of course, that's hard to do, but, um, but no, it's, you know, keeping it fun and light. And sometimes I have to remind people we're all working towards the same goal here. Or you want to sell, I, my buyer wants to buy, or vice versa. So we're, we're dumb it down. We're all working to the same goal. <laughs> Get yeah. back to the basics. Yeah, exactly. Our so our podcast is here to inspire other entrepreneurs. What is the best piece of advice that you learned that you would want to pass along to somebody? Best piece of advice would be to listen. Um, I have always kind of been the person like, oh, oh, I know, don't tell me that I, I can, I can figure it out. And lately, or, you know, throughout my career, I've learned to listen more and it really helps, especially when you're starting so young, um, you think, oh, you know, I, I know everything and I, I can do whatever. Um, and you really don't. So listening has been a, a huge, a huge tip, you know, and then also listening to clients, you know, really knowing what their needs are and how they like to communicate, how they, um, you know, what, they, what they're looking for in their next property. Yeah, no, that's, we, we're in a world where we all wanna be heard, but yet we don't want to listen, you know? Yes. So yeah, that's, I totally agree. And that's so important. Well, Jeremy, I wanna thank you so much for being on the show today. And if, if someone wanted to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, you can go to our team website, intownadvisors.com. You can also search that handle, intownadvisors, on uh, Instagram or Facebook. And then you can link back to myself from there. There's links that goes to my personal profiles. 
um, which you can send me a message or my contact information. It's, it's all there. Um, but uh, I appreciate being here. Thank you again for reaching out to me. And um, I, this has been fun. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I love, I love when I have people like yourself on and especially it's cool when we, again, we have like really similar stories, like of how we started off. So um, it's, it was definitely a pleasure. Um, so that is all for us today. And I hope you enjoyed our segment. Please don't forget to like and rate our podcast on your preferred podcast platform, because the more ratings we get, the more we connect with cool people like yourself. I'm Kay Sellers, and we're in it together.